Hello everyone and welcome to this Eat Talks Eat podcast where we talk about theological issues, politics uh, or social issues of our day and we, 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 you know, using scripture and using the Bible and how we as Christians deal with these situations that we face. With me today is Josh and we are going to be talking about the war in Ukraine, something that's very relevant, very current right now and we're discussing that how it impacts us as believers, but also how we respond to it uh, and how we, tr- how we deal with it uh, through the word as well. With me is Josh. So Josh, how are you doing? First and foremost, I think is the first thing to ask you, how are you doing? It's been a while since we've done one of these. So it has, yeah, and and in that time I've COVID and recovered from it, um, and yeah, all, all sorts of things have happened, um, you know, and it does sometimes almost feel like the world is ending uh, with, with everything that's that's happening. But um, you know, I'm I'm still chugging along, um, singing a song. <laughs> Wait, what, is, that, is, that, is that is that a football chart? I think. No, uh, well, maybe it should be uh, <laughs> <laughs> singing a song. Um, yeah, it was, it's been a while since I've seen you, actually. Um, so it's been, it's, it's too been, long, to, mate. Too long. Yeah, well, what's the problem? There's no wine here today. For those who are wondering where wine is, he's just off partying. No, he's not. He, he's busy uh, with it. With, you know, he's got he a friend. He has a life, there. right? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say there, Josh? I've got a life. I sit here in my room and I play games. No, <laughs> I joke. Um, so that's not PSGs. So suddenly do not, uh, aren't, let's see, that fun we're coming to a life but yeah we we decided to talk about you know we i know we were thinking weren't we for a long time what do we talk about i know we've got a lot of things we want to talk about we've got loads of discussions and topics we want to bring forward and debate and analyze perhaps and i think our list now is growing is growing growing and growing and we've got so many things we want to talk about but we really felt that the current situation in Ukraine was certainly our top priority and we had to talk about it because I think we've all, as believers, I think seeing what's going on in the war in Ukraine certainly has challenged us, certainly has impacted us, mm-hmm. um, certainly has made us ask questions, mm-hmm. has, has worried us, caused anxiety perhaps. Obviously, we have, we, have, we have our brethren, our brothers and sisters out in Ukraine who are suffering in immense ways as well. So, obviously, this is quite a current and relevant topic to talk about, isn't it? Um, and something that we felt we had to bring to light and discuss as as believers, didn't we? I think that's quite a good way of summing up, isn't it, Josh? I think we had to kind of, thought we had to discuss it, really. Yeah, no, I mean... You're you're so right, Michael. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's on the front pages every single day. Um, obviously, you know, wars are, are nothing new, um, and you know the last hundred years or so have seen some terrible wars. Uh, but you know, we're now in the twenty first century, and like, I mean, certainly in Europe, you know, the feeling was we're kind of past all this. Surely, um, not to get bogged down in um, in politics or. Um, yeah, or, or anything like that. But, you know, war, wars are nothing new. Wars are going on every mm. single day all around us. You know, um, I mean, you and I, Michael, we were just talking about um, some of the stuff that's going on in other parts of the world. Um, and you know, it doesn't maybe get the same airtime 
but the, the fact is there have always been wars and uh, you know it's just uh, uh, just the depravity of humanity you know it's just in stark evidence uh, just you, you see the, the dreadful thing i mean in, in ukraine you know the kind of stuff that's going on is is just appalling and it could be so easy just to be so taken up and just uh, taken over and kind of consumed with with anxiety and fear that you know these things might spiral out of control further uh, or even just you know in in distress and despair at, at what's going on and how how uh, so many uh, millions of people are, are suffering um so what you know what we wanted to do uh, you know in, in light of all these things is we wanted to um to, to ground ourselves in in some some firm solid biblical truth you know while we've got all this crazy stuff going on uh, there are there is there are a few you know there, there's much that is constant there is much that is timeless there is much much that is changeless um and god's word the bible you know has has many many promises many things that we can hold on to especially during these times um and i mean i think it was a quote of spurgeon that uh, always in the worst of times, God's people find out the best of their God, and it, you know, it is is through trial and through tribulation uh, that we are forced to come to grips with our faith and to think, well, you know, what do we actually believe? You know, how can we answer some of these questions that, that are flying around? Um, and you know, we're very often driven to God. Uh, you know, Christian believers in in times of trial, you know, that is an evidence of you being a believer is that these trials and these tribulations instead of drawing you further away from god they draw you closer to him you know, because you you know you need you really you know you just realize your your need of him um so i mean one one big thing i wanted to to say right up is is too often we we kind of start you know in kind of addressing you know, how do we address you know a, a, an awful situation like this where where do we start and I think absolutely the right place to start is is not with the problem itself, not with you know the the what what's going on, not with our emotions, not with um, you know the the despair, not with the despondency, but but start 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 with God, start with you know just grounding yourself in in the truth, you know what you know about God, what you know to be true, you know we know that God is is good, we know that God is sovereign, we know that God is in control, and you know, if we're believers, we know that we are eternally secure through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, and these are the things that now, you know, more than any other time, but you know, every time we should we should be clinging to, we should be holding on to, we should be holding on to, you know, God's promises in His Word, never to leave us nor to forsake us, and uh, that you know, Jesus said, "I will be with you until the very end of the age." And you know, uh, he, he Jesus also said, "You know, the, the Father will give the Spirit to them that ask." and um you know so the, these are the kind of promises and scripture verses that i think we ought to be ought to be holding on to yeah i i th- you know josh you summed up very well there and i think i just add to what you're saying really i think there's a few things we must keep, keep our eye on i think one is that i always say whenever i preach i, I usually say to this kind of quite often now is that you must always have an eye on the cross on the cross, what Christ has done, he has redeemed you. He has brought you with his blood. You are now uh, a child of God through what Christ has done. And I think it's um, 
Romans 10 verse 4, Christ is a combination of the law so that there may be righteous for everyone who believes. Mm. I think that's a wonderful verse that Christ lived that perfect life. He, he, he fulfilled the law in that regards. He was perfect. He died uh, for our sins and on the cross we have that forgiveness and we're blood bought people. And that's a wonderful truth is that, that nothing can take us away from that. You know, Romans, I think it's Romans uh, 8, isn't it? Um, is it Romans 8, I think it is? Nothing can separate us from the love of love God. Of God. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Neither height nor depth nor anything else or creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ is our Lord. No Amen. war, no famine, no uh, persecution can ever separate us from God. And I think that is an incredible truth, isn't it? Mm. That... Now, our, our salvation is is we can't lose it it can't go no no war no person can have to, no no power of hell can separate us from god mm-hmm. we are his and his alone i think that's a great comfort for us in england but also for our our, our brothers and sisters in ukraine you know, mm-hmm. who are suffering right now that they know they can hold on to the promise that god is with them he loves them and they are they are saved in them and then I say you often as well, you have one eye on the cross, but then you also have another eye on eternity because we have this promise that we won't be in this ruined, mm. sinful world for much longer. We, we, this is just a passing phase. We aren't home. This, this isn't our home. We are aliens here in this, in this world. But rather, we have been promised eternity. And I think Romans, again, Romans 8 and verse 29 for those god foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the first brother my many brothers and sisters and those he predestined he also called and those he called he justified and those he justified he also glorified amen to that and i think amen. Again, you know i think one of, one of the problems today with with maybe believers in our in our society we don't talk about eternity enough and I think when, when we, don't, we don't have an eye on eternity, you know, yeah. these things yeah. we, we, we lose perspective. You're, you're absolutely right. Where we, we often very much have our feet on this earth. And, mm. you know, I, I think, you know, we should have our feet very lightly on this earth and almost have our head in heaven, as it were. <laughs> um, you know, because, I mean, just, you know, that, that verse you quoted, you know, those he uh, justified, he, you know, he also glorified. Uh, that's, that's past tense. You know, yeah. um, it's not, you know, he glorifies uh, or he will glorify, you know, it's, it's, it's almost as good as it has already already happened um, because, you know, his, his, if he's promised something, it, you know, is as good as saying it has already happened. You know, so these, these are, see, these are some real good truths, some real good doctrines uh, to, to hold on to uh, at, at this sort of time. Um, but Michael, uh, you know, I mean, you know, great. Okay. We're, we're, we're now grounded. Um, but you know we've still we've got a lot of emotions. You know, we've got a lot of uh, distress, despair, you know, despondency. You know, just you know, seeing these kind of things. So you know, we've started with God, and we now you know we we work on to you know uh, dealing with these emotions, kind of confronting these issues. You know, where where do we start? Are these kind of emotions right to have? You know, it, you know, should can we as Christians just kind of languish in despair and despondency, or you know, how how can we channel our emotions rightly well i think you said something josh you know before we start talking before we start recording this and i think you know you said yes 
we should have these emotions, and they're, they're, they're good to have these emotions. We, 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 we've been given these emotions. Mm-hmm. And, like emotions are things from God. We shouldn't try to hide them. We shouldn't try to suppress them in these ways because that isn't right. Um, I think sometimes Christians can try to do that because I think I can't be sad. I'm a Christian. I can't be happy all the time. You know, as we have that kind of, you know, that almost false Christianity that 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 yeah. suggests that. Mm-hmm. But that but it's isn't... not authentic, is it? It's, no. it's, it's false. It's and fake. you said, Josh, before we recorded, what's, what's the best book to to look at? I think so, the Book of Psalms. Uh, you said that, Michael. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Okay, I I, I try to give you some credit there, Josh, but <laughs> but it's the Book of Psalms because the Book of Psalms. As you're saying, you did say 40% of the book of Psalms at least is about lamentation. Mm-hmm. Lamentation. It's it's the believer asking questions. It is believers stuck in sorrow, believers stuck in terrible situations where they feel like the world's about to crash around them. They feel like the enemy's going to overwhelm them. They feel the lowest of the low. They think they're going to die. They've got like Psalm 30, I think it is. Uh, not Psalm 30. Is it Psalm 30? how much one it is now i preached on it as well maybe a couple of years ago but i forgot which one it was um but look at look at the book of psalms a lot of times the psalmist is in deep anguish deep situations but we need we need to the psalms you realize they're shaped by the grounding of truth they all talk about god's character they all just talk, talk, talk about who god is and then they talk about their issue generally that's how they framed and so we have our emotions you have our questions but and, and we ask them of god we are we take them to god in prayer but we should always shape it through the grounding of our of our doctrinal knowledge for the grounding of the word that is what should shape our questions that's what should shape our emotions yes emotions are good and it's fine to have emotions but we can't let them just have free reign we can't just let them just take us down you know these other ways we must be shaped by god's character also shaped by the word it's incredibly important that that's what we do and the psalms if you want to know a way to ask these questions go to the psalms go to the psalms so we are a big help in these things yeah i mean psalm 73 uh, springs to mind i think it's a psalm of asaph but he you know he's kind of looking around and seeing that you know the evil seems to be triumphing over good and the people who do wrong seem to be you know, just getting richer and richer and everyone else seems to be getting poorer and poorer and, you know, worse off. And, um, you know, you know, I mean, you could perhaps draw, draw parallels with, with someone like Putin, you know, dictators are, are getting more and more powerful at, at the expense of everyone else. And, you know, Ukrainians, Russians and everyone else are, are getting, you know, are, are being downtrodden and, and oppressed. Um, and, you know, you are left with those kind of questions. But, you know, these these aren't these aren't these aren't new new problems you know the this mm. is an age-old problem of of sin and rebellion against god and man over god um and i think you know these these kind of doctrines and truths that we were kind of talking about first and foremost you know they're not just dull platitudes you know mm. these are real uh living truths that we need to kind of really take to heart and, and just kind of try and meditate and kind of almost preach to ourselves uh about and and then kind of you know, view our emotions through through this lens of, of inspired scripture. And that's important. I, I think of Psalm 42, one of my favourite Psalms. And look at Psalm 42, verse 5. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why are you so stuck within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my saviour and my God. 
My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember him from the lands of Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from the mountain of Mazir. And goes and goes on. The psalmist is singing to himself. He's praying to his own soul. And, but he's doing it through the lens of God's character and who God is. It's important that we always take everything by the character of our Saviour, by the character of the Father and character of the Holy Spirit. That's, 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 that's intrinsic. If we don't do that, then we do have this problem of that we will we'll spiral probably is, is a thing. And I think even for again, for our brethren, you know, across, across the world who are in situations like this, um, I think it's great comfort to know that the Book of Psalms mm. gives us so an understanding of how to take these issues to God. And they will be. They'll be crying out. I can imagine Christians are crying out to God, asking, why is this happening? Why is this happening? But they also know that God is sovereign, that God is in control, and God is is loving God and compassionate God, and so their cries and prayers will be shaped by the knowledge of God, and that's that's crucial. That is crucial, I think, for the believer. Anyway. Yeah. So then, you know, we 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 take these emotions and we kind of sanctify them. We you know we purify them. We take them to the Lord. Um. You know, and we 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 pray them. You know, and as as jeremiah talks in lamentations when you know his city of jerusalem had been completely demolished and destroyed by the babylonians mm. and you know the temple itself had been destroyed you know and he i mean it, it you know is it's called lamentations for a reason it is just one long lament but right in the middle of that um in the middle chapter chapter three you know he's he's despairing he's despondent uh, but he you know he kind of he calls to mind uh, the the goodness and the mercies of god and you know you get those those great verses that we kind of like to quote but we almost quote them out you know without the context without the context of the lamentation we just take the the quote and the, the, the famous one is um you know, great is your faithfulness your your mercies are new every morning you know that those those are kind of famous quotes but we kind of just to- take those on their own without considering that you know the whole context of this whole book and you know the kind of the the mental anguish and torment uh, you know as well as physical uh suffering that 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 is you know is 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 happening right you know all, all around Jeremiah and, um you know that but it's it's about you know channeling those emotions into communion with God and seeking him and and not just i mean when i had when I had covid a few weeks back i, I was i was not flat um but you know i'm sorry to say you know kind of the first thing that went was my daily bible readings and you know i was I was, I mean, I was, I was obviously weakened, um, but you know, it's, these are the times when you need to be seeking the Lord. And, you know, it was, um, you know, that, that was, that wasn't what I was doing at first. My, my initial reaction was kind of selfish, you know, kind of, um, you know, I want to look after myself and, you know, kind of be served and, um, and yeah, you know, that's, that, that's so wrong. You know, in these times we need to be seeking the Lord more than ever. Um, yeah, I, 100% and, you know, Perhaps uh, Josh says a thing there about taking Bible verses out of context. I think that could be another episode sometime. Happens, happens way too often. Uh, like Jeremiah 29, verse 11, all the time, all the time out of context. <laughs> being lazy. Yeah. But take limitations. You take the book of Jeremiah, take the book of Isaiah, you take Psalms. You take the Bible. <laughs> take the Bible generally. You realize that the life of a Christian is not one that is actually an easy mm. time. There's, it's a lot of time of lament, a lot of time of 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 persecution, of struggles, and I think that's important. And I want to move on to our kind of like our last section, really, is uh, what lessons does does all this have for us as believers? 
is that you know in the uk especially believers have become extremely comfortable yeah. and you know one of my too players too com- exactly too way too comfortable in uh, I, I look at how what trip was doing in lockdown and it's, it's quite pathetic sometimes you look at what we should perhaps been been doing that's that's not that's not a question for another time as well but you see what our, 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 our bosses are doing in ukraine you see what they're going through you see what's happening out there and of course you don't want to romanticize it either because there's mm-hmm. no danger you can quiet, romanticize yeah. these things as well um but you see what god's doing in seeing that what they're what, what they're going through it should be a wake-up call to us as as believers if we've got if we've got so much comfort here right now um you know what are we doing with that comfort we, we, we need to yeah time? absolutely we need to invest our rest <laughs> um you know we need to be you know, making the most of the easy times because harder times will come you know and whether that's i mean we've obviously had covid we've had a pandemic and uh, you know that has of course been a hard time for many but you know there are many more hard times to come you know as a as a nation and as individuals you know that there, there are hard times you know we we all like you know death is all around us we will end up losing loved ones we will end up going you know literally everyone will go through some kind of situation like this so we need to be you know making the most of the easier times you know and and building in those habits that that we keep even when we come down with covid you know building in those those habits that you know whatever i do today i will make sure i read god's word i will make sure that i you know commune with the lord and you know sup with the lord jesus christ and and feed on him um you know each day you know you know building in those routines those habits and you know in investing that time well and you know because we we have to be stewards of our time another thing as well think about our our Sunday services morning and evening service the prayer meetings you know times we gather with with god's people you know how special these times are and how precious they are I think when when you when when they're taken away from you, like they have, yeah. you know, been in, in warfare, you know, mm-hmm. as our brothers and sisters are, you know, are found, you know, we should cherish these times we have, and we should be spending time in prayer and in in, in communion with the Lord together as a fellowship, as believers, encouraging each other, putting each other on, but also knowing as well that we have, we have a duty as believers to not live comfortable lives, but to live lives to the glory of God. Mm. Uh, and we're all called to take up our cross and to follow him you know the life yeah. of a christian isn't easy i mean you know <laughs> not to keep on talking about the psalms but you know psalm 88 is is probably the hardest psalm to read in, in many ways because it is you know it starts with despair and despondency and it ends with despair and despondency you know mm. interspersed with you know snatches of, of truth but you know i mean it's the it's the tale of heman um and why, you know, why was Heman, why did he have to go through this? You know, but I, I think it was for the benefit of all Christians throughout all time, because, you know, that these, these emotions and these kind of, you know, this despair and this despondency is, is, is nothing new. And, you know, we can, well, even though we end this life um, in, you know, in a measure of despair and despondency, you know, as, as we kind of undoubtedly will, because this, this world is, is fallen and sinful and, wicked and you know we are a part of that but like you know we obviously were looking to 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 glory and to a new heavens and a new earth and a place where there will be no more tears there will be no more warfare no more 
war that you know no one wins in war uh, you know but like it can be glorified and you know there can we can almost be bloodthirsty and kind of egging one side on uh, but the mm. truth is it is is a grisly messy horrible business that brings out the worst of humanity uh, when we do sometimes see um snatches glimpses of of the best of humanity as well um but yeah i think more often we we we, we see the evil um but we do and but we also we, we also see god at work as well in these moments mm. you know we, we hear testimonies coming out from these lands oh yeah uh, and it's it's incredible to hear what god's doing mm. and actually that again so i, I said you know, i said this at the start the war in ukraine it should it should challenge us massively but it also should give us encouragement as well mm-hmm. of how great our god is i think yeah. that is and, an and he's been upholding to... his people you know i mean anyone who's yeah. seen the videos of ukrainian christians singing or praying you know like and, and hearing the the stories and testimonies that that people have of you know like you know remarkable escapes and you know sometimes clear you know divine interventions um you know we, we should we should have cause to rejoice um uh, you know at, at god's provision and we should have all the more cause to continue praying that he would uphold his people and even though he may not you know spare them uh, in 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 these trials uh but he may you know his grace may be sufficient and you know, praying for his holy spirit to be to be poured out on on our brothers and sisters in ukraine and and all those who are fleeing and i mean also in russia as well you know of we course, mustn't forget yeah. the the russians um you know most most of the country is not with putin and this this is putin's war this is the you know uh, the the kremlin's war uh, you know i mean I, I yeah there are there are russian christians who are facing forcible conscription into the army and you know we must remember uh, these these people in prayer too 100 percent. i think that's you know if you want if you're thinking as a believer listening to us to, you know, thinking well what can i do what can i do the, one thing you get, one thing the first thing you should always do is pray is join in with a community of saints praying for Ukraine and for Ukrainian yes. Christians and Russian Christians. That's the first thing. Like and the, beyond... the second thing, the second thing uh, Christians should do is is also to pray. And the third <laughs> is also to pray. <laughs> Prayer should be the first thing. And you know, if your church hasn't been praying, then maybe you know, ask, your, ask your elders or pastors, you know, can we pray for this? Because I think it's such an important thing to do. I know a lot of Christians have been, so that's why it's been, it's been marvelous to see Christians come together to pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. Uh, but that's the thing we must keep doing. It's our biggest weapon we have uh, in terms of encouraging and supporting our, our brethren out there. Of course, then as well, then, you know, other things as well, the practical side of things. You know, this is when the church, our churches around the country have to start thinking about themselves. Now, how can we act together? Or how can we act with other churches to send provisions and send money and these kind of things out as well. Yeah. You know, we we have to um, uh, compassion has to drive these things as well. Our love for yeah. our, our brethren has to drive. And, and we have to. I mean, like it can be so easy just to, you know, there's there's a fund for you know Ukrainian yeah. refugees. Oh, just slip them twenty quid. Tick box. There we go. Done that. Right now, let's get on with my day. <laughs> that is you know yeah. that is literally the worst thing you can do um you know that you might as well send no money you know because you know it's, it's just so wrong you know we, like you know first of all think about it you know what what is the best way i can use my 20 you know let's say it's just 20 pounds you know what is the best way i can i can use that 20 pounds and you know and, and pray about it you know pray that the lord would lead you to 
you know, a, an organization or a group or an individual who you can bless with that money um, and, you know, pray that the Lord would really use it, you know, and, and it's not, it's not just about giving and ticking a box. It's also not just about, you know, rattling off a shopping list of prayers and then ticking a box. You know, it's about pouring out your heart before the Lord and lifting up, you know, or lifting up your hands and your hearts to heaven, um, you know, as, as, as Jeremiah says in Lamentations. I think, I think a good way to remember that is remember that we are all one church. Mm. Um, you know, the faithful church is one church. And there are brothers and sisters, they are family out there. And that should cause our hearts to weep. You know, that should cause our hearts to, 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 to break for them. Well, we're with them in, in these trials, right? Exactly. We are, you know, we will be with them at the end praise the lord where every tribe tongue and nation glorifies the lord jesus christ and is praising his wonderful name and we'll all be there together you know they aren't distant they aren't far away they are they are brothers and sisters and that's for every christian going for persecution and this should wake us up to persecution christians across the world shouldn't mm-hmm. it our heart should bleed for them and pray for them continuously and pray that the lord may use them to his good glory and use them uh, to shine brightly i think that's important um to to say because i think we can get so disconnected with these things um and i think another thing to pray as well is that may the lord use this t- to bring spread a revival like wildfire across europe mm. um because people the, the, the europe needs to know the lord and it really really does um it might it might say peace sometimes but it it, it needs it needs to know the lord jesus christ um massively so i think on that note <laughs> on that note i mean i hope that was okay um no we'll, we'll bring this to an end we hope that you know, what you've listened to today has been helpful and encouraging uh, it's a big topic and of course we can't do it justice in uh, the time we've done you know obviously if you are worried about these things do go do go to your pastor they talk to you know those in the church authority your, your brothers and sisters you know talk to those around you um it's important that, that you do that you know and it's right to do so it's, just, it's not a bad thing to talk about it if these things are worrying you um but more importantly take it to the lord in prayer amen well we'll, we'll say bye for now and we'll hopefully see you in our next discussion at some point so goodbye from myself and goodbye from josh and uh god bless We hope that you will enjoy this podcast. Please do let us know what topics you want to hear us cover. But until next time, thank you very much for listening and God bless.